Well, hello. Hope you're having a good weekend. Sorry if I sound a little rushy. I'm a little bit behind today. I've had a lot of phone calls this morning with people interested in getting some renovations done on their house. So what are your plans for this summer? What are your plans for this weekend? Now that we finally had some 20-degree weather, gosh, last week, that was fantastic, wasn't it? At Cinco de Mayo, what a beautiful day that Sunday was. A lot of us got some yard work done. I know I had to take down a backyard hockey rink, put all those boards away. So like I said, that's the that's the theme we're going to use today. I've already been on the phone for multiple hours this morning taking in calls. It is busy, busy, busy here in London, people. And that's what we're going to talk about. What's the most popular thing when it comes to mortgages? So in case you haven't heard this show before, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And that's exactly what we do here on the show, teach you interesting ways to save you interest. For example, we just had an interesting talk this morning. Um, we had someone there. They're up for renewal with a with a major bank here in the city. And I said, you know, it, it's not my house that's up for renewal. It's a rental property that's up for renewal. And, you know, they only owe about 100000 The place is worth about 400000 And I said, well, that's great. You have all that equity sitting in there. Uh, you know, what are you going to do with it? And meanwhile, their current house, they owe about $200,000 on, and they want to pay that off in the next five years. So I said, well, wait a minute here. You're missing out on the tax deduction. So here's... Here's an example of what people should be thinking about because really they called mortgage teacher to get a little bit lower rate, which we could. They called and their bank was offering them a, a 3.19, for example, on a five-year fix and we could get a little bit lower rate. But here's what I did to her and here's what we do at mortgage teacher. It's not just about rate. So she said, you know, I can get I can get 3.19 for my bank. Can you beat that? And yes, we can. So I did some math and said, okay, we can beat you. But then I looked and it was interesting. She owes 167000 on her mortgage, and I ch- did the difference, and the, a difference from one rate to the other was only $8 a month. Yes, $8 a month. So I kind of laughed, and I thought, you know, I can, I can get you this lower rate, so yes, it, it may be worth it, but I'm going to be honest with you right up front. You know, I could get the lower rate. She could sign, be super happy, but the truth is it's only $8 a month. So instead of waiting to show her the paperwork about that, I thought, you know, I'm going to be up front and tell her. I said, ma'am, it's only changing about $8 a month. So is that really worth getting the appraisal and changing when, you know, at renewal, you can just initial. I said, but let me ask you this. Are you writing that mortgage off? It is a rental because if you borrow to invest, it's fully tax deductible. So I said, you know, why not use some of that equity to, to maybe move ahead in the house? Or for example, if you have two houses, you're not, we're not able to write off the interest in our home that we live in. Yes, if you work out of your house, you can write off a portion of it. So, But if you have a rental property, and that's the interest you can write off because it's an income property. So my advice is, you know, make sure that that mortgage stays larger. You want to owe that money and use all the extra funds you have to pay off the house you can't write off. So in these people's case, we can get some extra equity out you know, borrow to invest, and they get to write that off in the rental property. So maybe this is a type of portfolio you have. This is someone that was up for renewal. I found some savings of $8 a month, but now this tax deduction strategy is going to be about $14,000 a month, or a month, sorry, a year. So we've made a way bigger difference instead of just $8 a month. Now this is making a difference in her life of about 1200 a month. So these are the type of strategies that Mortgage Teacher is here to teach you. So back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, you know, what are you up to this summer? Are you maybe using equity in your house to renovate the house? Do you have renovations in the pipe? 
Are you thinking of buying another place, maybe an income property here in the city of London? You know, start building that type of portfolio. Of course, please ask mortgage teacher about the tax deductions. Maybe you're thinking about getting that income property. And what I mean by that is maybe it's a cottage. See, Airbnb people, it's changed the landscape. So here's what we I see trending a lot lately, with especially with the places up north. Uh, you know, three hours north of the Muskokas. Here's what a lot of people are doing. Here in London, we, you know, you bought a house maybe for three hundred. Let, let's let's get a scenario for you. Say you bought a house for three hundred thousand dollars five years ago. Now that house is worth about four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yes, you've put a new, you know, some new windows in, maybe a new roof. But other than that, it's the market that's put it up. And let's say you, you know, now it's worth four hundred and fifty, and you only owe about. You know, two hundred and twenty-five thousand. You have a hundred and change equity in there if you wanted to access it. So here's what we're doing for a lot of people: you could go and access that equity if you qualify, of course. Take that equity out and use it to buy another property. So now that's the down payment. So first of all, Mike, I don't have the down payment for the house. Well, yes, you do. It's equity in your house, and you can use that to get ahead and buy the other property. So now you buy the other property, and here's where things are changing. I know some families that are looking to get that vacation home, the cottage. You know, maybe it's Grand Bend, maybe it's Port Stanley, or a lot of people are looking up north. So many cottages up there in the Muskokas. So they want to take the equity out of their house to buy this place. And then they're setting it up as an Airbnb. They're renting it out occasionally. Some certain summers, they're not using it. Maybe your kids are still into sports and you just can't make it every weekend. I get that. And now because of Airbnb, you can actually claim some income. It's easier to to make income. It's easier to get the message out there that you're renting this out. So now you can take that vacation home, use it as a rental and start writing off not only the mortgage you got on this cottage, but now you're writing off the down payment. Yes, guys. Now this new cottage you've bought is 100% tax deductible. You're writing off all the interest. These are the type of setups we teach here at Mortgage Teacher. And with some of the technology and us being very future-based, There's all these other new creative ideas popping up. Now, for example, creating this tax-deductible mortgage. Hey, you don't need to hear it from me on this show right now. Look it up yourself. There's a gentleman named Fraser Smith. I've talked about him before on the show. God bless him. He's passed away years ago. But he wrote a book back in the day called The Smith Maneuver. I found a couple copies on Amazon. You can find them. They're not at chapters anymore, I found out. But they are out and about. So you can get this book called The Smith Maneuver and teach you how to create the tax-deductible mortgage. Like we said, back in the year 2000, if you borrow to invest, the federal government allows us to write off that interest. So now these are ways you can do with these mortgages. And that's what these all-in-ones were really designed to be for. How can you, you know, pay down your mortgage, borrow the equity at the same time, you know, and invest and create this tax-deduction strategy. So that's that's really what these products are for. So maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, you know, I do have a hundred thousand equity in my house. You know, hey, I was raised in a small town. Pay that down to zero and have no mortgage. I get it. But why have four hundred thousand sitting in the bank doing nothing? It's called debt equity now, folks. So maybe we can use that equity, invest with that equity, use compound interest to make the interest, of course, and create tax deductions. Maybe you're getting T Ford now. I mean, the person I was on the phone with this morning, they're getting a pretty big T4. So their accountant is trying to create ways to get some tax deductions, and this is a good way to do it. So you can maximize on these strategies until later in life when you're, you know, retired and 
not paying so much tax, then you can start drawing the money out of these rentals. But anyway, I got to jump to the news real quick. Uh, please stay tuned in. I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher. If you want to look us up, please do Google it. Read what London's saying. Look us up at mortgageteacher.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Well, here we go again. Uh, if you're just tuning in now, thank you very much. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're going to keep doing what we always do and what I was doing before that lovely news break and teach you interesting ways to, to save you interest here. So like I was saying uh, before the, the break, so if you're um, still tuning in, thank you very much. And uh, I hope, again, you're having a great Saturday and weather looks pretty good. And we were asking questions at the beginning with this good weather and the warm weather, the 20 degrees we finally had last week. We get a lot of phone calls about either renovations or preparing the house to sell, which maybe involves some minor renovations. Of course, maybe uh, doing some major renovations like additions on the home. We do see that a lot more in the last 10 years than we used to. Because as you know, if you're going to build a new house, you know, you're caught building it on the outskirts, uh, maybe on the edge of London or maybe on the edge of your town that you're in, like Strathroy or Dorchester. But if now what we're seeing is if you already have that lot on the inside of the place, like a place in St. Thomas, you already have the good location, then we're seeing a lot of people maybe add a second level, um, add an addition on the back. We're seeing some big renovations added to the value of the home. So depending what you're into this summer, I know you know this weekend's a little busy. I do want to do a big shout out to the Dorchester Diamondbacks hardball team. They're having a tournament fundraiser this weekend for their trip into Cooperstown. So all the best out there in Dorchester. I know there's 16 teams and full of families out there having some fun. And, you know, hopefully stays dry today for all you guys. But from here at Mortgage Teacher, we want to say a big shout out because we are supporting that tournament. And we're going to be out there barbecuing and selling some burgers. So congratulations and all the best out there, little Diamondbacks. Good luck. So back to the show. Um, the one example I want to give, and this, these are the calls I had this morning, and this seems to be the most popular one, is renovations around the house. Because let's talk about that line of credit. The reason a bank wants to give us a line of credit, because it's easy money. You can go in, get qualified, and, you know, I got a line of credit. And it's pretty, I don't want to say pretty funny, but let's be real. We get a lot of calls in the office here that people say, no, 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 I don't have a mortgage. No, no, or I only owe, you know, 30000 on my mortgage. I don't have a mortgage. But I have a $100,000 line of credit that I owe, or I have a $160,000 line of credit I owe. We get these quite a bit. And this is the scary part, guys. People think they don't have a mortgage, but they do have a line of credit registered to the house as if that's better. Ask your lawyer. They're all going to admit it. That's just another mortgage. It's just a different formula. It's registered to your house just like a mortgage. You have to pay all the same fees to set it up, and then you got to pay the discharge fees to disconnect it. So a lot of times banks don't teach us that because I know when I got my first line of credit, it was unregistered. So it's easy. Hey, I want a line of credit. Okay, here you go. Nowadays, you walk in and you say, hey, I need a line of credit. And they say, no problem. We'll get this going. Somebody's going to drive by your house, but don't worry. They just drive by, and, and that's that. Then they give you the line of credit. Now, don't worry. We'll take care of the appraisal. Don't worry. We'll take care of the legals. Next thing you know, you sign all the paperwork, and you found out you just actually put a second mortgage on your house. The line of credit is registered line of credit because usually usually they give you the option. Do you want line of credit A at prime plus four, unregistered? Or do you want line of credit B that's a lower rate and it's registered? Oh, well, what do you mean it's registered? Because I want the lowest rate. Well, 
You know, all you got to do is drive by the house, do an appraisal. It's not a big deal. We cover it all. People, please be careful of this. This is a second mortgage, an additional mortgage. It's still registered. You still got to discharge it. So I'm going to ask you this testing question because I asked it a few weeks ago and I got a lot of calls in about it because we don't think of our money that way. When we borrow money, we're borrowing money. It doesn't matter. You're borrowing it. Now the question is, what formula is the cheapest way to borrow it? So I'll give you an example. Let's say you wanted to borrow $60,000 and I give you that option. Would you like to borrow that $60,000 in a credit card formula? Or would you like to borrow that $60,000 on a line of credit formula? I bet you're all putting your hands up right now. Oh, yes, yeah, line of credit. That's an easy one, mortgage teacher. No problem. And I agree. It is the line of credit. Why? Well, easy. Better interest rate. We know Visa, or I shouldn't name drop Visa, but any credit card or MasterCard, anyone, they're going to have a higher interest rate, typically, than a line of credit. You know, you could see 8%, 12%, up to 20%. I get it. Now, here's the other one. Did you know credit cards are actually compounded daily? That's right. So just think back in high school even. <laughs> when you're investing, you want it compounded as often as possible because in that formula, you're making interest on your interest. That's great as an investor. But this scenario, we are borrowing money. So it's the investor that's making off of us. So now if you're going to borrow that money, you don't want it compounded 365 times a year. So that's why we say no to a visa. If I'm going to take that $60,000, i would rather borrow that in a line of credit versus a credit card such as a Visa or MasterCard or whatever it may be, okay? That's an easy question, Michael. Now here's the second question. Now you can borrow that 60000 and you again have two choices. Would you like to borrow that in a line of credit formula or would you like to borrow that in a mortgage formula? And a lot of us fall for this. We just take the line of credit because it would be written up so fast and so easy. But your line of credit folks are typically at a higher rate. What, prime plus one, prime plus two? So today that leaves us at what? Depending if it's at, uh, you know, some banks don't even have uh, prime as low as the others, but still that's leaving us at, you know, four or five percent or sorry, five or six percent. Okay. So that's, that's your interest rate on your line of credit. Now also guys, girls, this is compounded monthly. So in a line of credit, your interest is compounded 12 times a year. That's still quite a bit and a higher rate. Where if you borrowed that $60,000 in a mortgage, it's only compounded twice a year and you could get a variable rate mortgage that's prime minus. So now you can get a rate of 2 to 3% lower than that line of credit and it's only compounded twice a year, not 12 times a year. So that's a lot of things we don't really think about. We're so used to getting the money through a line of credit, we don't think of the cost savings when setting it up when really you're going to pay the same legal costs as if you got the line of credit or the mortgage. So these are the numbers that we kind of teach here at Mortgage Teacher. Don't always just take the easiest way to get the money because then those are the people that we get the calls from a year or two down the road. They're like, geez, you know, everything's coming down well except for this line of credit. It seems to be the money treadmill. And those are what we're cleaning up more than anything. That's what it was, you know, there, there's three people really calling in this time of year when the weather gets nice. It's people looking ahead or people looking in the past saying, ah. I can't get this debt gone. So really, guys, we're going to wrap up the show today. Uh, I'm going to head out to Dorchester and barbecue some hot dogs and hamburgers for all these Diamondbacks and big supporting out there. But please, um, if you're thinking anything mortgage, if you're, if you're up for renewal this year, guys, reach out six months early. Talk to Mortgage Teacher. It's free anyway. 
The things that we've been seeing here is we're getting lower rates at your bank than you can get. And why? Well, we have millions to negotiate. It's kind of like wholesale, more than just your mortgage. So that's where we can help you out. If you're thinking of doing any renovations, let's do a cost comparison. Make sure you're using the money as cheap as possible. And more important, if you're hearing some of these strategies and you want to create a tax deduction and a good planning idea to create that income property or maybe even towards that vacation property, that's what we're that's where we really shine, folks. Is you know, we're not just here to get you a mortgage, we're here to help you get rid of it. And that's where we want to be different. So again, I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher and you know, look us up at mortgageteacher.com and give us a shout at any time, 226-289-2991. Signing off and have yourself a fantastic weekend, folks. Take care.